Hello, hello, dreamers. We're doing Joseph's story and what his brothers did to him. And he ended up in Egypt running away and he got sold as a slave. He ended up in the Pharaoh's home. And of course, his wife, Pharaoh's wife, had the hots for him and it led to all kinds of problems after that. So we're going to be following that story on the next, this and the next few episodes. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Your cats got banned from YouTube? Poor cats. Well, they got a strike. Yeah, my cats, I have a cat channel and my cats got, uh, my cats violated YouTube's uh, terms of service, apparently. I think that I'll would have be to, the only yeah, tell, cats in the world that has gotten banned from YouTube. I'll, uh, I'll talk to the cats about this. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it was, uh, they were playing with a, a mouse, so I'm going to tell them to, they can't play with mice. And it, <laughs> predatory animals can no longer hunt Aww. animals anymore. That's banned. There's no more of that. Yeah, you should teach them. That's all. illegal. So all these National Geographic videos out there, they also have to be banned. Of course. Don't let Aren't there are like thousands of videos out there where where they show a lion attacking a antelope or something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're, they're on TV. Banned. They're all over the place. But my cats can't do it. <laughs> my cats cannot do that. Well, they should write a letter. Illegal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> someone might watch it. I mean, you'd think that people would like, Oh, I don't want to watch that, so I won't watch it. Yeah. So, but it's okay um, to leave it on there in case somebody does want it. But no, you just have to take it all off. Censorship. We can't think for ourselves. We all got to be controlled, you know. Censorship. <laughs> it, there's more freedom. The more censorship you have, the more freedom we have. Really? Because it's double speed. It's 1984. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it might as well just put a zipper on everybody that. Says, well, well, they do. They, they there's a there's a device they use for that. Yeah, it's coming soon. <laughs> you know, one of the coming back, things. coming back again soon. It is coming well, back already. Um, oh gosh, I think the they're suffocation actually device. going to have a way because they've been trying to get into people's brains. So I think there is actually they've been working on. I think I read it somewhere. Some behavioral modification they can just do instantaneously just by using internet connection to your brain yeah yeah be able to like stop you from thinking or doing whatever i think that's the that's the Neuralink. yeah well that's the Neuralink. but that's the yeah. guy who yeah but uh i mean for the most part most people are brainwashed anyway i know so that in a way they don't even need that stuff really maybe mm -hmm. uh, maybe they just want to do that because it's more powerful they want to be god you know yeah, well, it's only for the free thinkers who want to put cat videos of killing a mouse. They can't handle it. I mean, it. yeah, it's uh, so terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to really, I'm going to tell my cats they cannot do that anymore. Yeah, reprimand. Them. I guess you're not supposed to film it. That's the thing. See, they were doing, they've been doing that the whole time I've had cats. And uh, then one day it occurred to me to start filming it because I thought it was kind of interesting just to observe their behavior. And I thought yeah. it really was like, maybe we can learn something from this. We can, I, it's like, I want to study this. This is interesting. So you're like a cat um, scientist. I am. It's all, it's all for educational and scientific purposes. Except not for YouTube. <laughs> yeah. They, YouTube is just, they, it just want, they just want it to be like, um, just stupid, like yeah. stupid. If it's stupid, then it's put. You can put it on YouTube. You know, there's a lady <laughs> on TikTok or social media 
there's this new trend now. They're like robotic, sexy robotic movements that they just keep doing stupid things. I don't know if you've seen that video, but she makes seven thousand no. dollars a day. Just doing, doing what? She just makes noises, um, like robotic, like stupid stuff, like a human character. And she'll just say, mm, yum, yum, like stupid stuff all day long. Like a real a real woman? Yeah. And she makes seven thousand dollars acting a like a robot. Yeah, and just stupid phrases all day long. Is she like okay? I have to send yeah, you. Yeah, that. that sounds about right. That sounds that's what the people want. Yeah, like they don't want to have the to understand want. the Bible. You know? No, 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 no. That would <laughs> that would fall under the category of uh, truth, and no. Um, yeah, no, they want to. Uh, they want the, the lie. They have no love of the truth. But this is part of all part of the judgment. I really do think. Uh, and I came across a, a Bible scholar who said the same thing the other day. Uh, deception, end times deception is a type of judgment. It's, oh, yeah. and it's for it's for the unbelievers to be deceived. So I don't know. Maybe we're not supposed to try to wake them up. Maybe they're just supposed to be deceived and um, go to hell. Well, yeah, I don't think we can wake up the ones that God blinded, you know, but at the same time, he says to go preach the gospel throughout the world. And I think that's actually yeah. happening right now, too. Um, yeah, yeah early, give them a chance. You give them a chance. Yeah. yeah. At least to reject they, it or accept it. Exactly. They give them one, one way or the other. But that's the, all the that, stuff that they, yeah. they're doing now is degrading themselves to the lowest level, but then they're prospering from it, which is really weird to me. Um, That's temporary. God, one day God's going to show up, or you know, Jesus will return, and everything will work out just fine. You know, that's well, the thing. Can't wait. Then uh, everyone will. One day, everyone's going to know. <laughs> for sure, yeah. there'll be no debate. No more debate. Everyone will know are... the truth, and they'll be shocked. The people will be shocked at what's going to happen. And I hope we can see the people that we try to minister to and they rejected it. Like, hey, we were right because it's not right now we're brainwashed people, <laughs> right? That's the, that's the number one thing that I get. You're brainwashed. So, yeah, well, they're they're the they're the ones who are brainwashed. Uh, yeah. OK, so Joseph dreams 37. Uh, All right. Start? You want me to, who's going to read? You want me Ooh. to read this? You're always my favorite reader, so. Yeah, well, okay, well, <clears throat> all right, chapter 37. Now Jacob lived in the land where his father was a foreigner in the land of Canaan. Canaan, I think it probably is pronounced. But these are the generations of Jacob. <laughs> I, could, I could do you're gonna do it with what all if I pronounced uh, if I if I pronounced every single name in Hebrew. The best I can, which is never going to be perfect, but uh, that would kind of be annoying, wouldn't it, for English speakers? Yeah, um, well, let's hear it anyway. Let's <laughs> Jacob no, I, I'm not even ready to do it yet. I'd have to look mm -hmm. it up. But there, just be, you know, keep in mind the way we say it in English is different than the way it's. You know what you know, I thought of, different. though? That's okay. That's okay. All names are like that. What's that? Jacob is a very westernized name. I know that Westerns used, got it from the Bible. But these kinds of names um, are all over Americans and others, Europeans, right? So Yaakov. I think it's Yaakov. 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 Yeah, Yaakov, Jacob. 
Yeah. It's a very common name. Yeah. Joseph is a common Joe. Hey, Joe. Right. Joe Biden, named after Joseph. Yeah. So we're getting away from the crazy names in the beginning and now something that we actually recognize. I guess so. Yeah. 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 All right. So these are the generations of Jacob. So just like, you know, they all, I think this is the last one. This is the last major section of Genesis chapters 37 to 50. The generations of Jacob, it kind of means the offspring of Jacob, you know, this, so the story of Jacob's children. And this is the 10th one where they say this is the generations of whoever, you know, so that's how Genesis is organized. Yeah, I think it actually ends with the whole Israelite clan of all the tribes, right? That he just yeah. established. Yeah, yeah. And so for the Israelites, this is their, these are their, this is their history, you know. Yeah. And uh, but it's kind of the history for the Christians as well, you know. All of us that are in the kingdom of God is our history. Yeah, there are patriarchs as well, even if we're not uh, ethnically related to them. Would we know? If- it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it's 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 grace, not race. Yeah. It doesn't matter, really, unless God has something, you know, planned about that that we don't know about. But as far as I can tell, it's about I faith. He has that parallel story. Like, it doesn't matter, uh, but he will finish off what he promised through that because he's made all these promises, right? Descendants is... Yeah the stars of the sky so he will finish his promises for those people okay Maybe. joseph <laughs> <laughs> that's a different topic all right joseph being 17 years old wow he's only 17 yeah was feeding the flock with his brothers and the boy was with the sons of bilha and with the sons of zilpa his father's wives joseph brought back a bad report about them to their father no about what? So what's the bad report about? I guess we'll find out. About the brothers, right? Oh, yes. Bad uh, news. Because uh, uh, Jacob loves Joseph as the favorite one, and all the other brothers hated him. So I think he's going to get into where he was given that dream. Maybe this is why they hate him, because he, he's basically oh yeah talking bad about them. Yep. Really, it's like the young one of the youngest brothers is uh, talking bad, you know, kind of ratting out the brothers. It sounds like, yeah, but he was gloating. He knew he was a favorite one because it's already been established that this is Rachel's son. He loved Rachel and Joseph uh, more than anybody else. Plus, he's got that favoritism from his father, who wants and the vision now from God that he might be somebody important someday. Then I think because he's also 17, a young teenager, he's just like gloating and he made all his brothers jealous, you know? Well, that's, that's later, but even just right now, he's like, he gave a, brought back a bad report about his brothers to their father. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He's, he's, uh, so that maybe that's part of why they don't like him. Yep. He's a tattletale. I hate those. Yeah. They're annoying. They're always trying to get you in trouble. Well, especially the younger brother, because that's the only yeah. power they have. You know, they're smaller. Because when you're the younger brother, you're smaller and weaker, and the older brothers can just beat you up all the time. And so, the only power they have is their uh, what they say it's to say bad things about them. So. Yeah, maybe <clears throat> they didn't really go into their history with the brothers. All right. So now Israel loved Jacob, Joseph. Israel, Israel is Jacob. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his sons because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. Now this thing here, coat of many, it's really, I think the uh, a lot of people say the 
this one of these words nobody knows what it means really but it probably means a garment with long sleeves the the reason we think it's coat of many colors is because of the greek uses that term but the hebrew does not actually the hebrew doesn't say a coat of many colors it says a, a a robe with long sleeves which is uh the only time that word is used in the bible otherwise is talking about virgin daughters wearing something similar king james version does say coat of many colors well that's not the original version though that's the english translation i'm talking about the hebrew okay or the hebrew the original language <laughs> okay so you think there's just a long coat without the colors well that's what the hebrew i'm just saying that's what the hebrew says but the greek old testament says uh, a colorful coat colorful robe just just so people know there's a bit of uh you know it's not always so black and white as to what they're talking about here not that it really matters it doesn't change the meaning of the story at all i don't think but uh it won't be black uh, and in white fact, you have a little color. what does your footnote say there you have a little footnote uh what does that say yeah, so, so it's from the Septuagint, a coat with long sleeves, a full-length cloak or an embroidered cloak showing favoritism. Yeah, so it could mean the coat itself showed, was demonstrating that he's the favored child. Uh, a lot of times the clothing in the Bible is uh, significant. It has meaning, you know. So it's kind of like a royalty kind of what they probably put exactly. together. I think this makes more sense if it was embroidered that could... Because embroidery usually would have all the colors, like and make it seem like it's important. Okay, yeah, so, fine. So, so he's okay. got a fancy so, uh, coat. Yeah. So um, yeah, he got a fancy coat, sh showing, demonstrating that he's the favorite child, even though he's one of the youngest. So the yeah. older ones would also get a bit jealous just because of that, right? Oh yeah. Um, Heck yeah. Okay. I so sibling rivalry at the greatest. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now Joseph dreamed a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. Nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think I'll make my brothers hate me even more than they already do. Yeah. He said to them, please listen to this dream, which I have dreamed. We were binding sheaves, which is a uh, it's a bundle of grain, I believe. That's yeah. what that is, right? Mm -hmm. In the field. All of a sudden, my sheaf rose up and stood upright, and your sheaves stood around it and bowed down to my sheaf. His brother said to him, will you really reign over us? Now, notice how they interpret the dream, or will you really have dominion over us? So they hated him even more because of his dreams and his words. Now, let, I, I want to make a little bit of a point here. I try to. Maybe I'm completely wrong and going too far. But like a lot of us say, we want to read the Bible literally. Mm-hmm. So what about this dream? It's just talking about uh, bundles of grain. So if we read this literally, he had a dream about a bundle of grain. Why did his brothers interpret it to me to be talking about them? They're not taking his dream literally. No, but see, there are things when you can tell that it's just not meant to be literal. But then ah. there are other things that are very literal. Like when okay, say okay. He has twelve brothers. That's not an interpretation. That's actual. What if they talk about twelve stars? Are they that's, talking about twelve literal stars? No, it, it's in context, right? 12 How do we know? Stars, 
Well, because the whole paragraph will tell you whether that's literal. So it's because because it's a dream. We know it's a dream, right? We know this is not to be read literally. We know that the bundles of grain represent something else. They're symbolic of something else. Yeah. Because we're told that because it's a dream. Okay, great. I just want to make sure we're on the we, we, talk, <laughs> no, we discussed that, that issue course. because there are people out there who believe that the, there's only one hermeneutical approach to the to the entire Bible, and that is literalism. Every single word must be read literally. But this kind of shows right here, not every word in the Bible should be read literally, because even the brothers interpret the dream symbolically. In The, Bi the Bible it. itself is interpreting this dream symbolically. Exactly. Right? So anything symbolically right. in the Bible, the Bible eventually explains it. It doesn't okay. leave like a cliffhanger. I mean, I think it's natural in how you read it. If it looks like it's going to be a dream, it's going to be a dream. If it looks like God is giving you factual stuff, that's going to be literal. What about prophecy? What about prophecy that comes to a prophet in a dream? That could be mixed with both, uh, literal or <laughs> it just depends on what the prophecy is, right? So, okay, okay. No, I just want I just want to breach that issue because there, there's a lot of different views about that. That the hermeneutical strategy we, you know, because the Bible. Anyway, let's keep reading. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll it, we'll come back to this though because there's two dreams. Oh yeah, which is right now. Uh, then he dreamed another dream. And told it to his brothers and said, I have dreamed another dream. You guys don't hate me enough already. Let me make you hate me even more. The sun and the moon and the 11 stars were bowing to me. Uh -oh. but, when he, but when he told it to his father and his brothers, his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Will I and your mother and your brothers really come to bow down ourselves to you to the ground? So his brothers were jealous of him. But his father kept the matter in mind. Mm -hmm. So so it sounds like his father is also interpreting this dream somehow, right? It's not he's not just talking about the lights in the sky, apparently. He's, so how how did he know the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars were talking about? It sounds like it's talking about the family, right? Maybe the sun and the moon are the father and the mother. Yeah. Um, and the eleven stars were his brother. brother. But how did he know that? What we're gonna do now. I'll throw you a little curveball. Revelation 12, Revelation 12, <laughs> verse 1. This is Revelation 12, apocalyptic and prophetic literature. Yeah. Um, that came to John in a vision, signified. Yeah. The verse 1 of the whole book says, signified to John. Signify mm -hmm. means symbolically transmitted. A great yeah. sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and on her head a crown of 12 stars doesn't that sound kind of familiar to what we just read yeah so let's interpret that so what is this talking about what is what is this a woman verse one, is israel what is that what does that mean a woman is israel the mean the person the israel the whole thing collectively israel the woman clothed with the sun and the moon if you reference that to the other that would have been the father and the mother under her feet and the 12 stars refers to the 12 tribes, the crown of 12. That's the glory of Israel, is the crown of the 12 tribes. If you go back to the other one, wasn't it uh, 11 stars were 11 brothers? Those were the 11 tribes 
and Joseph makes 12. But I guess sun and the moon must have referred to the father and mother here, right? Jacob and... I think so. Even though the mother is dead at this point, it just kind of represents the father, the mother, and the uh, sons. Right? But here, we I don't guess. know who the father and the mother is under the feet. But I know this part. This is the 12 tribes. Um, I'm thinking it's supposed to be. Yeah, something similar. Um, it's the, uh, always referred to Israel. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet. A woman clothed clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet. So we have the same sun and moon imagery, but it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and on her head, a crown of 12 stars. She, she was with child and cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. So it seems like, yeah, I, basically, I think verse one is talking about Israel. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's the child Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. sign. It was a dread dragon, seven heads, ten horns. Well, let's not go through the whole yeah. thing. That's a whole different episode. But yeah, then yeah, you got Jesus and Satan essentially, right? Yeah. So, but I think this is what it's uh, referring back to. I think it's kind of it probably it must get the language of sun, moon, and now it's twelve stars, including Joseph. It must get that from this verse. I would have to imagine. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Because um, this is the first time okay. it's mentioned so far. So that's just a good little, you know, example of how to look at the Book of Revelation as well. It's like, okay, what's this? Because you hear all kinds of theories about that verse, right? What does this mean? Verse one of twelve. And, and do we just make stuff up? You know, do we just uh, guess? <laughs> well, this is what I think it people, means. You know, <laughs> they, they kind of made it like an astronomy where they. Say, oh, the sun and moon and the stars aligned a certain way. So that's but, a literal I, interpretation, right? That's a literal. They well, they believe that it's actually talking about sun and it, well, is it? I mean, there there may be a correlation with constellations, right? Probably, yeah. But I think it has to go back to how Joseph interpreted this dream here, because if the eleven stars refers to the tribes, meaning eleven brothers, and then later becomes twelve. The only thing that's not clear is the sun and the moon. But I do think it has everything to do with this passage here, because this is where Israel got started. Yeah, the 12, and probably the, um, and these sons are the 12 tribes, and right here, but in but in Joseph's dream, it's basically the 12, the, 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 the brothers, not yeah. necessarily the tribes, because they don't Well, the exist. brothers are the tribes, so Joseph- They will be. Yeah, once they have more children. But I think I mean? it was always meant to be. Like, these are the fathers of the tribes, 12 nations. So just saying Joseph, that means it's a Joseph tribe. Or if you say Reuben, it's a Reuben tribe. Yeah, but they are actual people. And it, well, yeah. the thing is, when Joseph has this dream, are all the tribes are going to bow down to him? Or just his brothers going to bow down to him? Initially, it's just the brothers. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to... Uh, yeah. Highlight that because there's a lot of dreams and visions in the Bible and stuff, and uh, there are people who insist on taking them literally, and it can be a little confusing as how what do they mean? You know how do how do we approach it? And so I think this is a good example of well, what does where where is this language used in the Bible in other places? Yeah, and maybe that can give us a clue. And there are other other examples that are much more difficult than this. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, I think Bible is like an entire big puzzle. 
the if you could just take all the verses and put them all together, you might actually get what's going on. But it does reinterpret itself. Like you don't have to guess too much if you don't understand it in that. But what? But why is there so much debate? Why? Why are there all these different opinions about what certain things mean? And people get very upset and emotional and angry when you have a different opinion. <laughs> because people be get tied to what they think they know from what they read, which is very difficult to undo, right? Once they think they know it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, verse 12, Joseph sold into slavery. <laughs> wow. So all the brothers hate him, yeah, and this is what happens. Him. Now his brothers went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers feeding the flock in Shechem? Come and I will send you to them. He answered, Here I am. Israel said to him, Please go and see if it is well with your brothers and well with the flocks. Bring back word to me. So he sent him out of the valley of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. A certain man found him wandering in the field. The man asked him, what are you looking for? And he said, I'm looking for my brothers. Please tell me where they are feeding their flocks. The man said, they, had, they have departed from here. I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them in Dothan. When they saw him some distance away, before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so here's the thing. Whoa. They're not righteous, obviously. So we think about the Israelites, oh, like God's people, the chosen ones, <laughs> you know, the righteous ones. But here, all of them are murderers. You know, they all, 11 of them wanted to kill one of their brothers. So doesn't that make them all murderers, especially conspiring against killing them? Well, I think one of them, uh, Judah, I think, kind of talks them out of it. They, Well, they're, yeah, they're guilty of, uh, they're, they're conspiring. They're Mm -hmm. There's a conspiracy to that kill their brother. Murders, even if they haven't done it. Because the human heart is still wicked, right? Yeah. Up to this point, and even now, the human heart has only evil from the day we're born. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they can't help it. Actually, when I when, when we read about all these crazy evil things these people do, especially in the Old Testament. I have to, for me, I realize, you know, would, have, would I have done anything better, different? I probably uh, would have done the same thing. In one way, you know? we're all guilty for of For me, something. for me, yeah. you know. But uh, what, like, like, like chapter 34, remember that they, they killed, the, the guy raped their daughter, their sister? Oh, yeah. Or just he had relations with their younger sister, the Canaanites defiled their sister. I think I would have done, I, I think I would have acted out in in vengeance as well myself and and i part of me even now i think they didn't do anything wrong i don't know if they yeah. did or not i don't know it's they ambiguous did do something wrong they can't take vengeance they, on their own they didn't the sister was violated yeah but <laughs> it's not blood for blood it's not i mean it god not, well, taking care of god is yeah. like killing people left and right too when they don't do something right but they're never really punished for what they did, and they were protected by God afterwards. So it's a bit, you know, maybe maybe we'll get some clues later on as to, I mean, I would have done the same thing. Like, if I were Adam in the, in the garden, I would have, uh, really? I mean, they, they represent, no, because they, the, at least theologians would say, like, they represent humanity. So they anyone do. would have uh, been deceived, just like they were. Yes. Anyone would have. Not everyone. They just might have been deceived differently. Like, I... 
thought of that same question. If I was in the garden with this fruit tree and God told Adam and me not to do it, I think I would have obeyed. But later on, on some of those other gray areas, I might have sinned in a different way. But that, I would have sinned. I would have sinned. Well, we all. I sinned, think most obviously. people would have. Most people would have sinned. We all would have sinned, and we all have sinned. That's that. And we do it every point. day. We sin every day. I think we yeah. do a lot of things that we don't even recognize as sins. Yeah. Wrong, you know, like even watching a movie that you're not supposed to be watching. Mm. All these things that. You know that we do every single day. I bet you we could probably find like bunch of sins. But as um, long as as long as no one knows about it, it's okay, isn't it? <laughs> no, God knows. <laughs> well, that, that's the whole thing. He set up this entire humanity story because he knew nobody was going to honor every single. They were never going to be pure. They were always going to be sinning. And but that's just because we live in a fallen world. You know, I don't know. Yeah. The only difference between Adam and Eve, there wasn't anything fallen. At that time, everything was perfect. But after they sinned, we all had to deal with an imperfect world and an imperfect dying body anyway. Okay. But it's just for me, I'm trying to, instead of being judged, like instead of judging these people, I'm thinking maybe I would have done the same thing too, though. You know what I mean? Just I guess to be if a little you're bit part more. of the crowd, you might, but I yeah. don't think you would conspire to kill against your own brother, would you? Not now, but um, these guys obviously did. Yeah, but um, that's what makes them, I don't know. I mean, a lot of these are really <laughs> extreme stories, aren't they? Not are, they a bunch of, are they a bunch of psychopaths? Yes. Or is this is this telling us this is human nature? It is human nature, but I think it's different at different levels for everybody. Are they more evil than normal? Like, why are these people more evil than anyone else when these are the patriarchs of the 12 tribes well, right now they no be at laws. least normal i think at the time of the the age that they were living in there were no laws there were no sheriffs and cops and all <laughs> these things right there was and god didn't tell them yet the 10 commandments thou shalt well, not they, they had laws about killing they were they were told not to kill no where were noah, they so far and noah noah's day no, I didn't. And they, they, they lived in a society of ancient Near Eastern societies had laws about murder and stuff like that. Not really. There's other people around them. No, no, they did. They did. There's, there's law. The law codes are very similar. They knew it's wrong to kill. They knew it's wrong. Oh, they would have known just by the first murder, right? Was it Cain and Abel? Cain knew it was wrong. No, Noah was told not to, not to kill. But that was a long time before these guys. Um, yeah. They knew it was wrong. They knew it was wrong. Well, then they're evil. Then if they knew it was wrong. Bottom line, if they didn't, they're, think was, well, they're evil because their, their, their heart is evil. They're human. And this also tells us that the Israelites were not the righteous people. They yeah, they're not any more righteous than anyone else. Although, don't tell them that. That might, in fact, the video might be taken down if you say stuff like that. <laughs> well, that's that's illegal. My playlist. Well, <laughs> they could think whatever they want. You might get excommunicated from your church. Oh, no. Well, I don't have a church. So, <laughs> good. I've already been kicked out of my first one. Yeah. That can go well. You got kicked out? Yeah. You got kicked out of church? What did you do? I spoke up. I probably shouldn't have said anything. I was probably mature now. I wasn't too mature back then, I guess, which wasn't too did long. They, what, what did you speak out about if, if you uh, feel comfortable? I was annoyed at something. It was stupid. Now looking back, I probably should have just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> 
they said to one another, the master of dreams comes. The master of dreams, little nickname they gave to him, huh? Yeah. Uh, Come now, let us kill him and throw him into some pit. And we will say, some evil beast has devoured him. Then we will see what will become of his dreams. Wow. (laughs) Makes sense? Yeah. (laughs) This guy has all these dreams. Let's kill him. Then he won't have any more dreams like that. (laughs) They're killing him because of his dreams. Well, they're afraid they're going to have to bow down to him, right? And the robe, and because the father favors him. Yeah. Jacob is guilty of that. He did treat him better, or favoritism, love more than all the brothers. Which which we saw with a lot of the other guys as well. Jacob and Esau, we saw the same thing. Yeah. Favoritism. Yeah. Cain and Abel, even. Cain and Abel, oh, yeah. to a certain exactly. degree, right? All right, Reuben. Reuben is the guy that slept with his father's wife, by the way, right? The eldest, uh, he's the eldest, and he slept with his father's wife. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that, I guess. But if you yeah. have the wrong dreams, you got to die. <laughs> yeah, they're all crazy. <laughs> he rescued him out of their hands. But Reuben, when Reuben heard it, he rescued him out of their hands saying, let us not kill him. Okay. So Reuben has a little bit of a conscience. It seems yeah. like Reuben said to them, shed no blood, but throw him into this pit here in the wilderness, but lay no hand on him so that he might rescue him out of their hands and deliver him to his father again. So it sounds like he was going to throw him into the pit and he'll come back later and bring him out of the pit. That's, that's, that's save good, him uh, and then say, Oh, why yeah. do they want to rescue him again, then, if they were going to... No, he, for Reuben. Reuben w- was oh, like, oh, we'll throw him in there, and then he, secretly he'll come back out and rescue him. Probably okay. thinking of his father. He doesn't want to harm his father. Uh, his father would be sad, right, if Joseph was killed. Except sleeping with his wife, that wouldn't matter. Maybe maybe he's thinking, well, my father probably hates me already for because I slept <laughs> with his wife, so I should probably do something good Yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, there's no no wonder Reuben is not the favorite, <laughs> right? No. Obviously, he's not going to get that coat. No. All right. <laughs> so uh, then Joseph, when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped Joseph of his coat, his oh. coat of many colors or his uh, elaborate long-sleeved robe, whatever it was yeah. that he had on. And they took him and threw him into the pit, into a pit. The pit is also used for the abyss, by the way. This is kind of maybe a little typology yeah. of the abyss the pit was empty and there was no water in it so it probably kind of hurt a little bit right falling down there sure. then they sat down to eat and looking up so they're just going to have a little lunch they just threw their brother into a pit and now i'm, I'm kind of hungry now let's get something to eat <laughs> <laughs> and looking up they saw a caravan of ishmaelites coming from gilead the uh-huh. handmaid's tale yeah. With their camels bearing spices, balm, and myrrh, carrying it down to Egypt. Now that's the brothers' tribes, Ishmaelites. Ishmael, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're distant relatives, I guess. Uh, yeah. Then Judah said to his brothers, so now Judah, who I believe he was the fourth born, right? The fourth oldest, I think. Um, yeah, what I think profit so. is it if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Profit. There you go, Judah, always thinking about making a profit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, can't say that. Canceled. Uh, Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites. Let us not say our hand, let us not lay our hand on him, for he is our brother and our own flesh. So his brothers agreed. Let's sell him off into slavery because we're such nice people. (laughs) We're such nice, we're such good brothers. We'll sell him off to slavery and make a profit instead of killing him. (laughs) <laughs> that kind of it is a lot there is a certain logic there 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's still used today. And let's not waste anything. Let's sell it off. Yeah. What's the good of killing someone if you can yeah. uh, sell them off to slavery and make a profit? That's something I should write that down. This is good <laughs> advice. <laughs> well, you know, that's what they do to aborted babies. There's all uh, the best. That's you right. Can. If you're going to kill people, at least make a profit. Yep. Especially babies. Yes, especially babies. And even now. See, nothing's changed. The human heart is evil. <laughs> you know where they're committing? People are evil. The, guess how early the murder is being committed now? As soon as they know they're pregnant, I guess. At oh, conception. conception. Within hours. You know where that's where they get their stem cells from, the baby stem cells. So the adult stem cells don't have any real Wait, value. wait, wait. How do they actually do they plan this in advance then? They like uh they can this is IVF, right? Is this they 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 fertilize the egg and then do the stem cells? Well, the way stem they stems. described it online is that when the fertility clinics, they are a big part of donating the eggs that the extra ones that don't get or it's since it's ours that they set up like these clinics where people conceive and then you know they take the eggs that way, but it's illegal to harvest embryos that way, but they can do it for science if they're donated. So all these mothers, I guess, want abortions or whatever, or infertility, they have extra ones. They they can sign off and selling them off. I think if they're doing it at conception, they're probably harvesting them in labs and they're just not telling us. It's the uh, the island, the movie, The Island. They're, yeah. they're, uh, they're called, what were they called there? Um, agnets. Yeah. <laughs> it's an we're all agnet we're, we're all being used for uh, as a, for experiments oh yeah so that's the thing is they don't want to i don't think they just want to they don't want to just kill us all off they want to experiment on us we're like you know farm. It's, it, we're, we're harvesting we're farm animals humans yeah yeah the spare body parts right anything the whole thing well, because yeah. the whole industry is tied to making money on the smallest of the smallest molecule now or whatever they want, but they want to do it specifically to people and animals. They're like, and they want to mix and match like animal DNA, human DNA, come up with all yeah. that stuff. And Judah, I mean, it's maybe not a coincidence. Judah came up with the plan. Yeah. Let's make money off this instead of just killing them. It's the same yeah. plan going on today. <laughs> All right. So, so then, uh, then when the Midianite merchants passed by, they drew Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty shekels of silver. They took Joseph to Egypt. Remember the shekels. What's the uh, what's that little footnote say there? Maybe tells us how much it. Eight ounces or two hundred thirty grams. Okay, silver. Yeah, twenty shekels of silver. But all these guys, they always go to Egypt too, right? Even Jesus went to Egypt. Abraham, yeah. Moses. I mean, all these guys go to Egypt. It's like part of the deal. You got to go to Egypt and then come back out. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's it's it's pretty interesting, right? Maybe we're all in Egypt now again, right? We're all slaves in Egypt again, maybe, and then we'll get saved. That kind of what it seems like. It kind of seems think that so. way. Like you know, but God allows a certain period of slavery time. They were slaves for four hundred years. Before he delivered them, the world could be enslaved for hundreds of years before. Because the yeah, because the ex, the exodus kind of means exit. You know, their yeah. their liberation, their their salvation, really, right? And that's right. a typology of the end times. So, wouldn't we all be slaves again before the return oh, of the Messiah to a certain degree? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like we're all slave. We can almost well. There's the great tribulation. 
which include well, probably includes slavery, right? World world worldwide uh, slavery. Mm-hmm. We're all slaves again because we need to be rescued from what? From from a utopia? No, you don't get rescued and yeah. saved from a utopia or when life is good. It's you got to be a slave again, and then you're saved. So here's my theory. Second Exodus. The Great Tribulation. A lot of people tie it to the judgment in Revelation, but that's not tribulation. That's just judgment. Yeah, that's judgment from God. Yeah. Right. But the tribulation, I actually think uh, that's going to be the war that's coming against the saints eventually and annihilation of the saints. Yeah. Yeah. they're, They're deceived. Everyone in the world is deceived to make war on the saints saints that's tribulation which has begun i believe it's begun well part of it has the people who don't take the mark of the beast will be killed yeah but i think there's a certain set time for that tribulation to continue so it's not open it's a short period of time it's not just a one-day deal you know it's gonna play out over uh years if i remember correctly i think it said three and a half years of great symbolic (laughs) well we'll get to it then um i think that's the the point i was trying to make (laughs) (laughs) now it's literal now that's literal yeah (laughs) the stars are symbolic but that the the time frame is timing that's not it is it is no we'll talk about it later we'll talk about it later it's it could be the uh the nature of the time rather than the quantity well we'll see the meaning and purpose of the time We'll see. Similar to something in the past. All right. So um, when Reuben returned to the pit and saw that Joseph was not in the pit, he tore his clothes because he's upset. He returned to his brothers and said, the boy is not there. And I, where can I go? They took Joseph's coat and killed a young goat and dipped the coat in the blood. Then they took the coat of many colors and brought it to their father and said, this we have found. Do you know whether it is your son's robe or not? It's a deception. It's a false, it's like a, one of these psyops. Yeah. It's, a, it's like one of these, uh, false one flag. of these, uh, yeah, you can't, I you can't even say the word, you know what I mean? You get censored, <laughs> but, uh, even my cats are getting, my cats are getting censored, but they're experimenting <laughs> with human embryos. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's okay <sighs> to talk about, but not the mice that the cats play with. Yeah. That's that you can't, the cats cannot play with mice, but you can murder human babies. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Human babies, <laughs> embryos, whatever. They can mix and match. Uh, Inject it in you. All right. So okay. they uh, so they did a little psyop on their father, right? Yeah. We see these kind of things all the time. Fake blood, right? Fake yeah. shoot fake uh, fake events, sign which are which I believe are the false signs and wonders, roughly, broadly speaking. Any kind of deception, uh, you know, the thing in New York with the big buildings falling down, the uh, <laughs> false the false signs and wonders. There are false narratives. But people narratives. move on. You know, look at how many things have happened every five years or ten years, and people just move on. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Building anyway, falls, you- no, turned into some other story, which everybody, most, a lot of free thinkers know what the truth is, you know. But yeah. people move on. They have no interest. He knew it and said, it's my son's coat. A wild beast has devoured him. Joseph has, without a doubt, been torn into pieces. So they're doing, see, back then it was a little, you know, nowadays they use the mass media to do these same kind of uh, deception for the same purposes. Uh, Jacob tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his waist. 
and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, for I will go down into the grave mourning for my son. So his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold him into e in Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and captain of the guard. And also Jacob probably felt responsible because he's the one who told him to go out there in the first place, right? Go find your brothers. And then he gets killed. Right? So he probably felt responsible for this as well. This and he false, lost his uh, favorite false murder. son. Yeah, but he believed what those sons told yeah. him. It's like people believe the mass media these days. <laughs> right? And they can't Same stop. Thing. It must mean that they're not really connected to God or not listening. Like, wouldn't you question it if it was you, the father, who got a report like that and a bloody coat? Wouldn't you well, no, he, he probably trusts his sons. You know, why yeah. would they lie? Why would they lie? <laughs> why would the government do that to their own people? <laughs> so look at Hawaii. Look at what's happening in Hawaii. I know. Why would they do that? Because they're evil. They're evil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, and they hate us. No bounds to evil when. They're why not wouldn't they do that? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. What we just read just happened in Hawaii. Well, you know, real, God has said right before the flood, he said their thoughts were continuously evil. We're kind of That's what I'm saying. Time yeah. frame Human nature. Then. Wouldn't you be surprised if they just right out did a lot more than they do? Like, I think they haven't done enough. What they did in Hawaii is they're going to do all over the world and blame it on uh, climate change yep. and um, and natural disasters. And then they're going to have lockdowns we have to prevent. It's all 9-11, the same same uh, pattern, but they just changed the characters, right? It was a terrorist, and now it's a virus, and now it's uh, now it's a fire, not, you know, a hurricane. Yeah, there's always a threat. There's always the threat, and we need to we need to turn you into slaves to protect you from the threat. Yeah, you know, a lot of the judgments in Revelation, uh, God does them specifically because that's what they did to humanity, the evil that. Uh, he will make water into blood so they would drink blood because all the blood that they shed so so like it's always symbolic of what the evil did to humanity that god just gives it exactly what they did in their own judgment so that also gives us a clue like what's going to happen to us uh over time with poisoning the waters, you know, and shedding blood, there's going to be a lot of bloodshed. I always look at that as to kind of a clue of like, this is what we should expect. Judah and Tamar, there's a lot of craziness going on in this one. So I guess I'll read it. At the time, Judah left his brother and visited a certain Adullamite whose name was Hurrah. There Judah saw the daughter of certain Canaanite whose name was Shua, and he took her and had relations with her. Judah, the first time he marries anybody, is going to be a Canaanite woman? Well, I don't think he married. Uh, well, did they get married? I guess they did. It I sounds they like did. they kept having kids. Well, here's the thing. I The thing I noticed here was he took her and had relations with her. That's very similar to what um, that Canaanite guy did to Dinah. He yep. took her. Did he rape her? Did Judah rape this woman? Or was it, uh, you know what I mean? It's 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 not much Sounds difference like in the language her. used. He took her. Yeah. But I maybe not. Maybe not rape. I mean, it doesn't, it's a bit unclear, you know. Well, how uh, do you take somebody consensually? 
I, I think. Well, if if you if it said he chose her, then that would be different, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it sounds he like saw a daughter, yeah. and he took her and had relations with her. Yeah, it doesn't sound not not a whole lot of courtship going on there. <laughs> <laughs> like well, whoever I see, whoever I want, I'll just take her. Uh, she conceived and bore a son, and his name was Ur. She conceived again and bore a son, and she was called his name Onan. She again conceived and bore a son and called his name Shalah. He was at the Kazib when she bore him. So there's a few questions here. I thought the whole point of these Israelites was to stay separate from the Canaanites and all the other ites. So how come well, they have they had no they haven't really been told that yet necessarily. They haven't really been told that. That's the Moses uh Moses tells them that, you know, later on. Or God tells Didn't, them that through uh, Moses. Abraham and uh Isaac tell them not to marry. Nah, no, they're supposed to go into the land. The land is full of Canaanites. I mean, it's like if you go to a, if you go to if you go to China, there's gonna be all these Chinese people all over the place. It's like that. I mean, there's not many of them. They're one family. Of these guys and everyone else, there's there's like millions of Canaanites. So they're all over. They they live. They're foreigners in the land of Canaan. So you think it was okay for him to just go take a Canaanite woman? No, they're told many times not to do that. He's his heart is evil. He's addicted to sin. And the other thing I noticed, because Salah doesn't that mean something? Because it always later on. uh, Well, all their names mean something. Yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, this word keeps coming up as like the ending to a psalm or something. Salah. I don't know what it means. Oh no, that 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 would be different. I think that's different. Okay. This is shelah, shelah. Probably oh. a bit different yeah, than that. Okay. Judah took a wife from Ur, his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. But Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, so ah. he killed him. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> So it's a little bit more wicked. It's like everyone's wicked, but this guy is a little bit more wicked. He deserved. Uh, it's interesting. We're not told. It doesn't say what he did, right? Except the Lord put him to death. What do you think? Because I think you know, because the Canaanites were supposedly wicked people, right? So it seems like the bloodline got contaminated with Judah, <laughs> supposed to be the promised. Well, let's see. Yeah, but this this one was wicked. But, but I think well, a, lot of, a lot of them were considered to be wicked. Maybe it is a genetic thing, but but also um, maybe you know the Lord killed him. Maybe he got a disease and died. You know what I mean? Like back then, anything that happened, they would say the Lord did it. No, um, the Lord did do it. He did. Yeah, but like it could have been indirectly. The Lord did it, but it could have been if, on the surface. It may have looked like he got uh, a disease and died, or something, or an accident. But they say, "Oh, uh, look, God killed him." Because he was wicked, yeah. but maybe maybe he died of some disease. Actually, yeah, like God, God uses a disease to kill people. Sometimes, you know what I mean. It well, doesn't say he was just of... struck by lightning, or it doesn't say exactly how he died or exactly what he did. It could have looked like something else, but it was but still the this Lord wickedness him. continues because he kills again. So then Judah said to Onan, "Go have relations with your brother's wife and marry her, and raise up descendants for your brother." But Onan knew that the descendants would not be his. So when he had relations with his brother's wife, he let his semen go on the ground so that he would not give a descendant to his brother. But he did displease the Lord; therefore, he killed him also. 
So that's the second one down. Well, what did he do wrong here? Uh, he let it go to the ground. and see. So the whole idea of brothers and wives in that culture, if a wife was in this household of multiple brothers, if the, the first brother died, the husband died, then the next brother was supposed to step up and carry on, like give him descendants to the same woman yeah. uh, until all the brothers die. So similar to that story in Ruth, like I can't yeah. give you any more husbands because they all died. Uh, yeah. So they were supposed to stay in the family. They're not like, oh, well, your husband died. Go back and do something else. The second brother was supposed to step up and give descendants as part of the brother's inheritance, but he didn't have sex with her. He let the seed go to the ground. So God was not happy about that. So anyone who lets his seed go to the ground is guilty of the same thing? No, I think. Is that in what this, this is saying? No. It's only in this instance because he had a responsibility mm. to step yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, people are throwing seeds on the ground all the time, so I don't think that's. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think this, what it is is that, yeah, he was supposed to impregnate the woman, right? Yes, his, right. his brother's uh, wife, and the brother died. So he was, and he kind of, was kind of acting like that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, he faked so it. He's, he's having sex, and he's maybe enjoying that as well, right? He's having yeah. sex with his brother's wife, pretending like he's doing his duty, right. but he's not doing his duty. So that's that's kind of like that's the thing. That's that's it's that's not the evil yeah. Part. That's yeah. the evil there. Yeah, but yeah. people will use this to say, oh, you can never, you know, no, every sperm is, is sacred. Stupid. That kind of thing, you know. But yeah, no, it's, it's, he it's, had oh, a yeah. Because uh, it says right here, Onan knew that the descendants would not be his. Yeah, yeah. But he's still going along with it anyway, though. He could have right. just said, no, I'm not going to do that. But yeah. no, he's like, well, I'll get a little, you know, a little action here. Yeah. <laughs> like he took advantage of the wife, but he had no intentions of creating descendants for the brother. Because that would be yeah inheritance. yeah he's being dishonest and he's kind of uh taking advantage of the situation he's using the woman the woman thinks she's going to have a baby at some point but she never does right and then maybe she thinks there's something wrong with her you know so yeah he's just basically uh being very dishonest and maybe even getting some kind of uh, pleasure out of the situation yeah because um, in those days the children were the like they they would take care of the mother, right? Like that was part of her bounty in a way to have all these children because that yeah. they would provide for her. So when they take that away, the woman is really kind of left out of nowhere, no one to provide for her. So that was the yeah. brother's job to make sure that she was provided for. And that's where that, that word, there's a word, it's like onanism or something. They actually have a word based on that dude's name. Onan. Onanism is, it's like, well, I, yeah, it's. Uh, what does it mean, onanism? <laughs> Are you making that up? <laughs> you can look, look it up. Do you want to look it up right now if you want? <laughs> I'm not making this up. <laughs> I think that's the word. Uh... Oh. Okay. Gratification yeah. of sexual appetite in an unnatural way. Yeah. See, the, the okay. word comes from the guy name right for here. It. That's interesting. It's interesting you even know that. <laughs> Everyone, I mean, people know that. Yeah. I didn't know I that. Know. I didn't even know that word would even that's that's exactly where it came from, this guy. Yeah, but but it kind of takes it out of context of his, you know, there's a bit more to the story than than just that. You know, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, the whole story is that he was supposed to provide for his brother's wife, and he didn't do that. Because yeah. uh, that's what's reflected in Tamar as the story kind of continues, too. That's exactly what was her, this entire story. Then Judah said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, remain a widow at your father's house until Shalah, my son, grows up, for he thought he may die also, just as his brothers did. So Tamar went and lived in her father's house. As time went on, the daughter of Suah, Judah's wife, died. After Judah was consoled, he laid, he went up to his sheep herders in Timnah, and he and his friend Hera the Adullamite. It was told to Tamar, your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to shear his sheep. She took off her widow's clothing, covered herself in veil, wrapped herself up, and sat in an open place which is by the road to Timnah. For she saw that Salah was grown and she was not given him as his wife. Now there's a couple things here. She made herself like a prostitute by covering herself with the veil. Remember we were talking about the whole veil story? They usually yep. did that as modesty to be chosen by their husband or whoever, right? In this yeah. case, she covered herself up so she would be advertising to others that she's a prostitute. And that I've weird? seen that. I've seen it. I've seen uh, that story. Uh, Muslim women do that. Muslim prostitutes do that. That's what they do. I've seen it. Well, they they kind of they're dressed in head to toe in that black whatever yeah. they call that and the the thing Perfect. and all you see is their eyes. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that they the the way you can tell they're prostitutes because they're kind of standing there. You know, prostitutes stand on the corner kind of in a different way than a normal woman. Uh, like regardless this. of how they're dressed, I guess they could be dressed the same, but you can still you can still point out the prostitute. Usually, they're kind of looking at you, you know, like. Uh, you know. But that's what Tamar did exactly <laughs> that. She went on to cover herself up, and she went and sat in an open place. That's what it was. She sat in the open place, which yeah. is probably the place where the prostitutes sat. You know, there's there are like certain places where you kind of know that's what what's going on. You know, what but I mean? this is such a weird story because like. Okay, she knows that Salah's grown up now. Why was she standing there like a prostitute and then eventually sleeping with the father-in-law? I'll read the next one. So when Judah saw her, he thought she was a prostitute because she had covered her face. He turned her to her by the road and said, come now, let me have relations with you. For he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law. It just took a dark turn. I, I don't understand how this kind of happened. Is she is did she is she a prostitute now? No. She or was just waiting for the last son to grow up. Only when she knew that he was coming that she did all this. So it was told to Tamar, your father in law is going to go up to Tana to shear her sheep. So then she started, took off her widow's clothing. And did all this was she trying to be a prostitute for the father yeah i mean that's my question um why why is she sat why is she sitting in an open place uh, verse 15 judah saw her he thought she was a prostitute maybe maybe it's not because she had covered covered her face but it's because he didn't recognize her he just saw some woman stand you know sitting there doing nothing for no reason and then he just assumed it, it was a prostitute maybe the she had covered her face is referring to the fact that he didn't recognize who she really was. He didn't, yeah. but I think they did cover their prostitutes covered their faces. Yeah. Because later on, she Maybe. said she took uh prostitution 
Uh, so I guess we'll maybe she was back. maybe she was uh, making a little money on the side. I don't know. I mean, no, because she knew it was him <laughs> who was coming, and she said to herself ah. that the last son is grown up. So she was going to meet him to get the last husband, but something happened where he took her as a prostitute instead. But she also bargained with him, so it wasn't like oh, it's just a mistake. Now they're bargaining. So I'll read to that. And he said, I will send you a young goat from the flock. Oh, and she said, what will you give me so that you may have relations with me? So she's bargaining with him, right? Like, I need something from you if you're going to have sex with me. And he said, I will send you a young goat from the flock. And she said, will you give me a pledge until you send, until you send it? And he said, what pledge should I give you? And she said, your signet, your bracelets, and your staff that is in your hand. So he gave them to her and had relations with her and she conceived by him she arose and went away taking off her veil she put on her widow's clothing so she was being a prostitute though she got money for it she got his stuff yeah and she went yeah. to being a widow again but she she knew who he was yes but he didn't so know maybe maybe he she was kind of tricking him but why? Is that what she planned? Is this the plan the whole time? I think so. It was just it's just weird because she obviously has a, now a son through him, the father-in-law instead of the last promised son. It's a way for her to get a to get pregnant. I guess. Uh but it's just weird. She wanted to have another son. Yeah, Judah sent the young goat by his friend to a Dolomite to receive his pledge from the woman's hand, but he could not find her. Then he asked the men of the place, where's the cult prostitute who was at the Enem by the road? And they said, there was no prostitute in this place. So he returned to Judah and said, I can't find her. Also, the men of the place, there were no cult prostitute in this place. Judah replied, It's because, it's because sorry to interrupt, it's because... Uh, her the her husband died and then Onan was guilty of Onanism. Yeah. <laughs> and God killed him. So now she she like she's a widow and she wants to get pregnant. So she has to pretend to be a prostitute and she's probably waiting for Judah. She's waiting it's her way of getting pregnant by the brother. It's her way of doing this brother pregnancy thing, you know. Yeah, but she didn't because these guys help. can't do it. These guys don't. These guys are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. The brothers are supposed to get that. her pregnant. The father and does not. That he so she has to kind of trick them into doing it. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. She's not. Okay. I don't think she's became a prostitute sleeping with all these other guys oh, for no. money. She she wants to get yeah. pregnant by her husband's brother and the other guys are not doing it but it's the father-in-law so the son she never asked him and oh said, yeah 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 you um, know like, give me that's your true yeah that's true it's the father-in-law yeah that's the part that i don't get like why didn't she just talk to him she went with yeah she yeah she went through with it um well okay. she's thinking to get she's thinking to get pregnant maybe she's thinking hey it's it's the same family that's the main thing right it's the family yeah. um so now this word up here where it says cult prostitute yeah. That's the female version of that word, which refers to female prostitutes. But when it's it's a male version of this word in Hebrew, yeah. it means transvestite. Ah. Yeah. So when you see the word cult prostitute, 
if it's not talking about a woman, a lot of times they say male cult prostitute in the English Bibles. It's the transvestites. And nobody knows that. Wow. Except me. So they both dress like (laughs) women prostitutes, no matter what, male or female. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You don't, you don't. Yeah. But there's a, there's a, yeah, it's, uh, it's Mm -hmm. not just speculation. That's, that's the deal. If it's a male cult prostitute, it's a transvestite. Wow. Like the ones in India, the hijra in in, India. Yeah. How do you say it? Is that am I saying that word right? Hedra? Hedra? Yeah. Hedra. They're like They're a the small hedra. sect of gender bending men that dress like it's women. the hedra that they come from the ancient world. Yeah. That's what the hedra are in the Bible, but they're not Indians. They're ancient Near Eastern hedra. That's what that's what that means. That's a hedra. If it's a male cult prostitute or sodomite in King James Version, it says sodomite. That word yeah. means hedra. Huh. Because it's Kadesh, it's uh, Kadesh in Hebrew. The Hebrew is, so it really should be translated as transvestite, but nobody you know, nobody wants to see that word in their Bible, I guess, or something. But, uh, <laughs> either way, I mean, nobody wants to see cult prostitute, and nobody knows what that means. Like, what's what's a cult prostitute? Like, nobody knows what that means. It's a transvestite. But, but if it's female, it's a female prostitute. Yeah. You know, because this anyway. is all in Middle Eastern to the East, you know, like much of that culture. Yeah. A lot of it's still kind of hanging out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which the Western world doesn't know anything about because they've never experienced that, you know. But it's going on in Hollywood. Yeah. Same thing. (laughs) It is going on. It is going on in the United States, in the Western world. It's just people don't know it. It's 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 hidden in plain sight. It's hidden in plain sight. All the first ladies are hijra. (laughs) It's just too weird. People just can't even fathom. When you tell them that, they just can't even believe it. Well, they the should look on your down. channel and watch all the First Lady videos. <laughs> all right. Judah replied, let's keep them for herself or we shall be laughed at. I sent this young girl and you did not find her. After three months, it was told Judah, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has turned to prostitution. And what is more, as a result of prostitution, she's pregnant. <laughs> They're like, uh oh. Really, she only turned to prostitution just that one time with him. Well, I get I mean, now I wonder. I don't know. Who's who's saying uh well it says it was told to Judah, right? Yeah. Maybe she did become a prostitute. I don't know. I mean, uh there it almost sounds like she did. But it's right? it, she became pregnant the very first time that she did that with them, right? So I think it's referring to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because they, they must have thought that she was a prostitute back then. Then Judah said, bring her forth and let her be burned. When she brought forth, she <laughs> sent word to her father-in-law saying, by the man to whom these belong, am I with child? She said, please identify who these are, the signet, mm. the bracelets, and staff. So good thing she kept that. I wonder if that's the reason why she asked for that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And no, no, it's funny too. Is she? He gave her a goat or something, right? Yeah, that was his payment for the process. It's just kind of funny. It's like, how much a, a goat? goat? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, it's just kind of stuck. It's, that was kind of funny. All right, they should do that today too. I'll give you a goat. Um, give you a goat and a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Judah recognized them and says she has been more righteous than I because I did not give her to Shalab, my son. He did not have any relations with her again. 
well. Okay, so she was not a prostitute. But um, now it's interesting that Judah Judah solicited a prostitute, right? As far as he knew. Yeah. But yet he's he's saying she became a prostitute. We have to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> but it's well, okay. For, it's okay. It's okay for me to solicit prostitutes. There's no problem with that. Yeah. That's okay. But she became a prostitute. We have to kill her. Yeah. Well, you know, they kind of still <laughs> treat prostitutes the same way today. Uh, what do they do? They mm. arrest the prostitutes. They don't go after the ones who actually did it. Although sometimes they have been doing that. But more often than not, they would always imprison the prostitutes, find them, do anything that they could, but they would never go after the men who, you know, did this dirty deed with them. Because they were doing it too. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's funny how that works. It's like a double standard, right? And right. then the men, the men will like look down on prostitute, but Even yet they're, they're sleeping with them. They're sleeping with them. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> it's like, I don't know. I mean, that's just human stuff, I guess. Yeah. Uh, when it was time for her to give birth, there were twins in her womb. When Ooh. she was giving birth, one put out his hand and the midwife took and tied on his hand, a scarlet thread saying the one that came out first. But when as he drew back his hand, his brother came out. Then she said, how have you made a breach of yourself? Therefore, his name was called Perez. Afterwards, his brother came out, the one that had the scarlet thread on his hand, and the name was called Zerah. Think about the scarlet thing, because a lot of people wear that, and Kabbalah too. Oh, yeah? Is that this, is that where this comes from here? Yeah. Yeah. It does. What, what's the significance of wearing a thing on your wrist uh, based on this story? What What's the meaning of that? Here, there's you know? no meaning other than that he came out first. That's it. Why do the Kabbalah people wear the thing they on their wrist? They made it into a religious thing. So even Indians do that. The Hindus. What does it uh, Does it mean something? So you know what it means? Kabbalah actually, or somebody copied somebody, because in Hindu, as part of the religious, they have a different ways of doing it. One is called a festival of Rocky as like a sister brother thing so this the sister the brother blesses the sister and he provides like gifts and money and the sister wraps the red string um i don't know why but there are different religious things that go on in hinduism where they do that and then kabbalah the same thing they they do the red i think i'm not sure what kabbalah meaning is though maybe it's just a blessing kind of thing like a rabbit's foot type thing yeah i wonder um you know this guy perez here um perez shows up uh, let's see perez is at the book end of the book of ruth perez shows up as an ancestor of david oh so this guy this this guy perez is kind of uh you know plays a part in this whole story he's an ancestor of, of david listed in his genealogy even though perez himself doesn't seem like a great person necessarily or you know he's the son of uh this incident right <laughs> and then um let's see where else uh yeah and so in perez is listed in matthew in the genealogy of jesus as well hmm. it's kind of interesting they would put him down as like uh an ancestor of jesus and david why like why this guy you know but i guess he is he isn't he is He's part of this uh, chosen seed or something, you know? Well, he came from Judah directly, did he not? Like, both of these kids came directly. So we already established that women don't matter, 
right? As far as seed bearing, caring, child bearing women, it's always a father. So these two are directly from Judah's line. So I guess yeah. if you pick one kid over the other, they must have picked Perez. Now he was the, um, he came out first. Is that right? Yeah, Perez. Yeah, came out even first. though he was, he didn't have his hand out first. Zara, Zara almost came out first, but yeah. Perez beat him to to it. Okay, kind of yeah. like Jacob and Esau story, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The wow. repetition in a way. So this is the last book for tonight, and more, uh, uh, more strange, very dramatic. things involving men and women. Yeah. Right. Now we got some love story going on here. Or what's that? What's that? All these famous movies, the obsession where this woman has this obsession over the man. What was that one with the rabbit? You know, that she killed the bunny in the pot. The famous fatal attraction. Yeah, that one. This is the fatal <laughs> attraction story. <laughs> <laughs> so Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Now Joseph brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, the officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, and Egyptian brought him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph so that he became a prosperous man. He was in the house of his masters, the Egyptian. His master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper. Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. So he made him an overseer of his house and all that he had put under his charge from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian house on the account of Joseph. So the blessing of the Lord was at all that he had in the house and in the field. He left all that he had at Joseph's charge, and he had no concerns regarding anything except the food he ate. Um, so I guess he was doing well. Uh, mm. And he's still a young guy. He's only like 17, yeah. 18 right now. So now Joseph was handsome and well-built. After a time, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, lie with me. So here she comes. And Joseph was the handsome son of Rachel, who was beautiful. I guess you can imagine, you know, his beauty. That's pretty direct. A woman comes up to you and says, lie with me. <laughs> that doesn't really happen too often. Yeah, it does. Once in a while. No, there a woman a woman coming up to a guy saying lie with no. me. I think in the last few decades, yes. Pretty rare. They go after men. I think but it's they literally say that. Huh? They literally say lie with me. Well, not lie with me, but hey, you know, go somewhere with me. Uh, they make advance. Well, even that's a bit more indirect. But yeah. This is like pretty pretty direct. You know. <laughs> Let's have sex. Is that the translation? <laughs> yeah. But he refused and said to his master's wife, my master does not concern himself with anything concerning me in the house. And he was committed all that he has to my charge. There's no, there's none greater in his house than I. He has kept nothing back from me, but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do a great wickedness and sin against God? She spoke to Joseph every day, but he did not listen to her and about lying with her or being with her. That's pretty amazing. And he also said, this is great wickedness and sin against God, not against mm. the master, 
right? Yeah. Well, it's always sin against God, I think, uh, right? Any sin yeah. we do, really. I mean, we do harm others through that as well, I guess. Uh, but he knew that right away. So he was, I think, closely connected to God to even know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 favored. He's I mean, he's basically blessed, even yeah. though he goes through a lot of uh, troubles. God definitely blesses him, even though he's a slave. He, I mean, he goes to Egypt as a slave, and then he becomes this powerful guy, you know? Yeah. Kind of like Moses, kind of like Moses. Same thing yeah. happened, basically. Yeah. Uh, he's almost yeah. like the president or vice president. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of the top guys there. Yeah. When it happened one day that Joseph went into the house to do the work, none of the men of the house were there. She caught him by his clothing saying, lie with me. But he <laughs> left his clothing in her hand and fled and got outside. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> this woman's crazy. She's not letting him go. Like how many times she went after him. Isn't that like sexual harassment, the reverse? Uh No. The men don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would he, I guess, I mean, he had to have a lot of strength to keep saying no to her over time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. He I didn't want to get in trouble. He didn't want to get killed. Yeah. I mean, it is a thing. You know, you don't, you don't, uh, you, that, that it can cause problems if you mess around with the wrong woman at the wrong time, you know, like in the workplace or a married woman, that can be fatal. That can be fatal. So people do have to be careful about that kind of stuff, you know? So I think that's what he's thinking. You know, he, he's going to lose his position at least and probably lose his life. If he got caught sleeping with Pharaoh's wife or, or some powerful guy's wife, you know, or anybody's wife, he's really concerned about sinning against God too. Also that. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah. When he saw that he had fled with, with his clothing in her hand and had fled outside, she called the men out of her house and spoke to them saying, See, he has brought in a Hebrew among us to humiliate us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried out, he left his clothing with me, fled, and got outside. Now she's lying. Yeah. Now she's mad at him for not, it's like he's in a no-win situation. It's like yeah. he does. He won't sleep with her, and then she's all mad about it, and then she makes stuff up. I mean, that kind of stuff actually happens as well. I know. know. I'm thinking this would be an awesome movie. <laughs> Just in this story alone, probably like, maybe that's where yeah. they got that fatal attraction stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I've seen a ton of movies, and they look a lot like the scene here where... Mm. use a rape you know when the woman wants something is this woman older than him i, would, I think I kind so of assume yeah. it is. he's yeah. only like 18 or you know very young still it's it's like that movie the uh the graduate oh yeah <laughs> but he but he gave in, he gave right. in <laughs> she laid up his clothing next to her until his master came home she spoke to him using these words saying, the Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came into me to mock me. When I lifted up my voice and cried out, he left his clothing with me and fled outside. So now she's lying to her husband. Yeah. When his master heard the words of his wife, she spoke to him saying, this is what your servant did to me. And he became enraged. Joseph master <laughs> took him and put him into prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. Wow. I guess he gets no trial, right? No, 
just uh, put in prison. Well, that's what happens today as well, right? Some woman accuses you of something. You're considered guilty automatically. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they are guilty sometimes, but maybe they're not. You know what I mean? Well, it seems like every politician that goes through something, there's always a woman coming out years later, never at the time when it actually happens. Then suddenly, like, oh, you did this and you did that. So he was there in prison, but the Lord was with Joseph, showed him mercy and gave him favor to the sight of the keeper of the prison. The keeper of the prison committed all of the prisoners that were in the prison to the charge of Joseph. So there's work going on in the prison where he can like lead other prisoners now? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So whatever they did there, he was the one responsible for it. The keeper of the prison did not concern himself with anything that was under Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it to prosper. Wow. So even as a prisoner, he's still like up the ranks, rising up the ranks to take care of whatever. He's like a natural born manager of all these things and God is helping him out. Yeah, so the Lord was with him, right? So everything kind of worked yeah. out okay. And maybe that's the way it's going to be for some of us who are persecuted these yeah. days you know i mean paul paul was put in prison all the time right yeah. um and eventually probably he was killed uh eventually after but he was very useful as long as we're useful to god while we're here on earth he'll uh, protect us you know i think i think Not so i think he's that conditional that already yeah i mean god had a plan for joseph right so he had to make sure that uh you know, things kind of worked out for him, reg regardless of what else happened to him. Um, and it seems, though, like he's encountering so many difficulties, even though he's promised something great in the future. Like his reward is still going to happen. Well, that's um, why people ha that's why people hate him, really, because he yeah. he seems does he does seem kind of like a special person. So people often hate those kind of people. Well, in a way, I think what they're hating is God's glory. Like yeah, they're jealous yeah. of this, they get yeah off. You know, they become more evil, trying to deflect God's glory onto them. You know, yeah. like they don't like it because Joseph is only reflecting what God is doing in him, right, or through him. And then all the people see that, and that's what they can't stand. So anyone who's favored, I think they're all going to be persecuted, just like Joseph was, whether yeah. it's in the workplace or wherever. So we finish. Any new right. stuff? Oh, not really. No, at the, at the end, maybe after we finish uh, chapter 50, there's a few things, but um, I don't think anything came up too much right now so far for that, okay. that I'm aware of. Uh, there will be some stuff later. Awesome. Um, Thank all you right. so much. Have a good one. All right. See you next time. Bye.